When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Daily Stock Trading Podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Good morning. It is Thursday, October 26th. Welcome to the day after disaster. <laughs> um, again, we are still in good. Uh, good news is uh, bad news and bad news is good news. So a couple of things. First thing is I will take you through, by the way, in this episode, I will take you through um, uh, how to look at Meta's earnings using artificial intelligence. Uh, that is, we used Bard from, and I just did it live. I will show you exactly what I did. How to look at things, uh, say, hey, why is the stock down? Um, you have to train AI, so being a prompt specialist is good. Um, and, and the first thing I want to show you is I did a short. I finally did a short, and it's a horrible short. Ears, but here's the, um, me through my hopes and fears. it was at an all-time high, and it's this 159. Do you think this one deserves that much of a multiple? I'm going to try and... I, um, I, listen. Yeah, here's the short. You will I'm find short. A, uh, like a party-sized bag of uh, peanut M&Ms in my house at all times. We played that yesterday. But um, I, what I want you guys to do is if you find a... Uh, or you hear on this podcast uh, something that might make a good short because I'm an angry old dude. And so when I start yelling and stuff... If something's going to make a good short, yell at me, and then I'll throw it into an editor, and I'll I'll, I'll edit it out and and do a short on it. Um, you know, we have to da- again. Daddy's trying to make some money, so I got to get some uh s- s- some positive stuff in here, um, and I got to start doing shorts since that's all that YouTube promotes is shorts. Uh, they obviously don't promote videos and stuff, but let's first take a look at Spy. And, and, and we're first going to take a look at SPY, and then I'll throw you up the 10-year. But we have no confirmation on SPY. Remember how I said you have to be careful buying stocks, and you want to buy good stocks. And we'll go over Meta yesterday. Um, we'll go over uh, Google yesterday, Google's reaction. We'll go over everything. Um, but remember, as long as you are not in an upward trend on SPY, you, when you play earnings, you have to be extra careful. And you want to make sure that you buy companies if you're going to play against earnings that you can dollar cost average and will absolutely go up. There's some danger in this, but understand 
If you bought Meta at, at 310 yesterday or, or 311, uh, and all of a sudden right now you're sitting at uh, 291 and you're like, oh crap, what did I do? Um, you know, maybe you bought one share, maybe you bought two shares, maybe you bought 10,000 shares and, and you're missing out on, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Are you, are you crap in your pants? You probably shouldn't be. It's not a great feeling to lose, but if that investment was something of a trade, you absolutely should have been stopped out before you lost all that money. Uh, if that thing is a long-term investment, you shouldn't worry whatsoever. You should be able to dollar cost average. But understand, with no confirmation, be careful. Adding long-term is a solid plan. It doesn't feel good, even if you add if you're down, you know, the day after and stuff. But understand, you shouldn't be worried about it. Companies with good uh, good earnings with good management, with good products uh, and good uh, outlooks, these are things that, that, that will be fine. They will come back. And, and, and in no way is Meta uh, close to its all-time high. So understand that the reason we went down yesterday, it's a 10-year bond rate. 10-year bond rate went up yesterday. <laughs> and it's continuing to go up. Right now you're at 4.93, you're at 4, uh, 0.43. The, 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 the bond rate wants to be above five. So while we saw that dip, uh, and, and you can see this, look at this one day chart. Um, we saw a dip it later in, and we saw the market come up later in the day. But you continually went high, and you kind of hovered around that five five uh, 5% mark. Here's the five day. And take a look at the, the, the five-day history of this. This was why we were doing so well uh, the first couple of days of the week. Because we were down here at about 4.58. You look at the one month. Uh, you're up 8% in one month. So understand, this is what's driving the market right now. Uh, the 10-year is at 4.93. The two-year is at 5.09. That inversion is coming closer. Remember, I think it was last year in March, uh, the 10-year was actually lower than the, the two-year. That's called an inversion. And when that happened, we started to freak out because there was a pending recession. You don't know when you're in a recession. Uh, I think it's six months afterwards you actually find out that you're in a recession. So understand those are the two things that, that, that are going on in the market. SPY is going down. The bond rates are going up. If we don't have buyers of the bonds, the yields continue to go up. So until buyers show up on these bonds, when you get, you know, Jamie Dimon is saying it could go to 7%. There's smarter people in the room than me. So understand that. Now let's talk about earnings. And I will get to meta earnings. Uh, Mattel uh, reported they killed it. It was up 2%. Uh, let's see. Mattel is up um, at $20.14. I'm sorry, it's down. So good earnings, again with Mattel. Good earnings caused them to crash. They closed yesterday at $20.14. They're down at $17. Uh, I'm going to close these up real quick so I can see uh, some of this stuff. Um, we're going to get rid of Savvy Trader there. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, it's down 12%, Mattel is. On good earnings. Let's go to Bard. Let's do this real time. Let's see why uh, Mattel is down. Uh, we'll go to Bard. And Bard is my favorite AI just because it connects live to the internet. 
do you have a transcript of Mattel earnings? Earnings yesterday. Uh, let's see. So let's look at this. Yes, here's Mattel's earnings. Uh, operating transcript. Okay. We can skip the response. We'll skip the response. Um, so he's got that. Uh, what price is Mattel stock at right now? Let's look at that. Do, do, do. It should be $17.66. It's $18.45. So it's a little delayed. Sometimes it's a little. Why is Mattel stock down after earnings yesterday? Uh, and it will go out there, it will scour the internet, and it will find you reasons why it's down. Uh, hopefully. Mattel stock is down after earnings for a few reasons. The company cut its full year guidance. Boom. Barbie sales declined in second quarter. Boom. The macro environment is challenging. Mattel's CEO said that the macro environment was more challenging than anticipated. This likely due to a number of factors, including inflation, rising interest rates, and the war in Ukraine. Overall, the market is disappointed with Mattel's earnings, and it lowered guidance. The company is facing some challenges, but it's on track to deliver a profit in 2023. Investors will be likely uh, will, will be watching to see how Mattel performs in the second half of the year. Done. I mean, do do I want to hold a stock where they have uh, no confirmation? Um, you know, their, their earnings are dead. Look at ten cents per share, and it jumped to a dollar eight per share. That was really good news. But what happens? Good news turns to bad news. The stock is down seventeen per, or twelve percent. So you, you want to be careful of that. Do I want to hold a Mattel? Probably not. IBM. Uh, they reported earnings. Good earnings. Uh, IBM beat, they're still up 2%. They're holding 2%. This is a company that is not crazy expensive. It is perfectly fine. Uh, ServiceNow, uh, they beat by a large margin. Uh, they went up 8% right afterwards. They're up 5% right now. Uh, it took a while to digest. The after hours one in this one was crazy, crazy. But you can you can read all about ServiceNow. They reported, you can see $2.37, $2.92. And I think they had somewhere in the neighborhood of a 20% increase um, in, in their customer base that were over a million dollars. It was great. This was a great quarter for ServiceNow. Even though the douchebag has, uh, you know, uh, uh, sunglasses on all the time. I mean, he's got these these shaded glasses. I, I just don't trust the guy. I don't trust the guy. But let's get to the the, the big boy of the of the day. It was Meta. Uh, Meta beat, and the initial re reaction was down. Uh, if we just take a look, I'm going to go, rather than the four hour, you can see it got us out right before uh, earnings. And we can look at display extended hours for this one. And I'm going to go to a five minute chart. Uh, let's go to a five minute chart because the, the action was crazy. And you can see, here's the earnings. You can, we, we headed into earnings with no confirmation. There was no confirmation on a five minute chart at all yesterday for this stock. Nothing. So there shouldn't have been anything that, that triggered you to buy other than, oh my God, I want this before earnings. FOMO is real. Understand FOMO is a real thing with traders. Just don't do it. Tell yourself, no, I don't want to do it. I'll wait until after earnings. And then boom, you had confirmation after earnings. 
And so if you bought here at 309, this is why I'm saying if you bought Meta at 309 because you had confirmation after earnings, and then all of a sudden you get down here and, oh my God, it's at 285, 270, somewhere in that neighborhood, are you worried? Well, you shouldn't be. But but here, this is a great example of, of, of hype and how it went crazy. Because Meta, the initial reaction was down. Here's my notes. It went up by a lot afterwards, lowering range of ex, ex, they lowered the range of their expenses in 2024. 20, and Reality Labs is losing less. They expect total revenue this year to be slightly down. That was essentially this part. And then they got on the call. And so let's go over to Bard. We'll go to Bard on this one. Uh, I'm going to close this Bard out. We'll go to Bard. I said, do you have a transcript of Meta earnings last night? Yes, I have a transcript. Here's the summary. Revenue, net income, expenses, family of apps, reality labs. Meta, Meta also provided guidance for the fourth quarter. The company expects revenue to be in the range of 36 to $40 billion, representing a growth of 10 to 19% year over year. Uh, overall, Meta's earnings for the third quarter were strong, and the company's outlook for the fourth quarter is positive. That alone would tell me, hey, I'm going to invest in it. So I asked it, do you know uh, the after-hours price of Meta stock? The after-hours price is 300 Well, it's not. It's like 290 So th- there's no hallucination. That's not correct. Uh, Meta stock has been trading higher in after-hours following the company's strong earnings. It has not. It has not. That that's a total hallucination. So you have to understand. Sometimes this was just training it. So then I asked, why did Meta stock drop so much after the earnings call? And again, all of this AI is free. It's just barred. Meta stock dropped weaker advertising demand. Uh, this is the quote, and I have it in here. Uh, we are very subject to volatility in the macro landscape. Uh, Chief Financial Officer Susan Lee said in a call with investors to discuss third quarter results. The revenue outlook is uncertain for 2024. That's weaker advertising demand. Rising costs. The costs are going crazy. Specifically in Reality Labs, which is their AI division, um, which is developing the metaverse. Investors are concerned the company's investment in the metaverse are not paying off. Yes, they increased the, 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 the spend in Reality Labs. That's just horrible for the stock. Slowing revenue growth. Meta's revenue growth is slowing. This is due to a combination of factors, including weaker advertising demand and the company's pivot to the metaverse. Yes. In addition to the above, Meta stock has also been under pressure in recent months due to a number of factors, increased competition from TikTok, privacy changes from Apple, regulatory scrutiny from big tech companies. So that this is 101 how you use AI to get an idea of what happened so you don't have to listen to a four-hour um, conference call and, 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 and listen, you know, to try and summarize it yourself. Use BARD. I love BARD. And, and you know, let's talk about Google stock. Uh, if you have BARD like that, let's talk about Google stock. Because Google stock yesterday, just an absolute nightmare. It was down like 10%, something like that. It's at 124. Should you buy it? I would buy it. It's under the 200 day. Uh, in fact, I'll probably add more to the, my position. Um, I like it here. I don't think that it. Look at the last time it was at 200 day at 93. And you guys were touting me. I got a bunch of messages from people. Oh my God, you're a genius. Thank you so much for telling us to buy it under 100. It's under the 200 day. It's at 126. Now, is that expensive for, for Google in the long term? No. Nah. It's not bad. I mean, it's not not great. Google's still expensive. Look at that. On the weekly, you're still up. 
uh, you know, the, the all-time highs are about 150. If we go to Finviz and we look at Google, uh, you'll see that the multiple's still big. Um, you know, it, it, it's not it's not small. Forward PE is 18. That's that's right in line with the the, the a growth stock with the S and P. Uh, if we're heading into a recession and and Google's going to lose money on their search, you don't want the PE at 18. You want it probably more at like 15. Um, year to date, you're up 42 percent. So the average per target price is 152. The uh, the 52 week high 142. So from here to the 52 week high, you're 11 percent down. That's not crazy. Um, that that's probably in line with most stocks. So it it's not uh, nuts. Um, you know, it, it it it's more about hey, am I going long term or am I going short term? If you're going long term, probably hold off for a little bit. Just to see where the market is. You can see the 50-day on the long term is still positive. The 200-day is still positive. You're not down even close to the 200-day. Could you get down to the 200-day? Absolutely. If this market continues downward and that, that ten, the 10-year bond continues up towards 6%, you could get down to this 200-day. Uh, you know, five, 10 years from now, are you going to remember that you paid 120, 126 for this stock instead of paying, you know, 108? No. Not if you continually add to the stock. So understand there are ways to do this. Um, so, I, you know, just, just look at this stuff. What, oh, the earnings update on. Uh, I did, by the way, on Meta, uh, there's a really good earnings update here. This is a great uh, breakdown fundamentally. Uh, this one, and I'll include the stock market nerds uh, uh, fundamentals. Uh, the, the way to look at this stock is right here. This is it, ad impressions versus ad dynamic. And this is why the stock is continually a buy. I don't think that, that, that it's a sell. I think Google's a buy. I think Meta's a buy. Now, understand what's happening with a lot of these big tech stocks is that the, the people are coming out of them. Uh, they don't want uh, high uh, multiple stocks. And so those are the, the big tech stocks. Um, one that... that I got asked about on YouTube yesterday, and I apologize. I don't think I went over it. Was Arm? This was an IPO, so you you had an IPO right over here, and I think it started at about opened at about sixty. Um, it opened says fifty six, but I think it came out at like forty two, um, or it might have been fifty where it was initially offered. I forget. I, I'm not a fan of IPOs. This is the reason I'm not a fan of IPOs. Because if you bought on this day, and you say you bought at the high, you, you know, even at the, the, the low at 55, you're still down. You're down 10%. Understand that you know markets need time to digest things. And an IPO is probably not the best time to buy, even though in years past, oh my God, it's an IPO. It's a tech company. We got to buy it. Well, no, you don't. Uh, so you could make money trading this and you could make money trading it after the, the a couple of days shake out and you can see the price action. Now today this one's opening up at fifty dollars. Uh, the algorithm has you buy in here at fifty two eleven. I'm a fan of arm. I'm just not a fan of their multiples. Uh, let's see if we take a look. Uh, they are making money. I don't know if um, yeah Finviz doesn't have they haven't reported a quarter. So there's no, you know, Finviz doesn't have a lot of information. If we go over to, uh, let's look at ARM in, uh, 
in uh, seeking alpha because we can look at the uh, the quant rating, the Wall Street ratings, all of that stuff. So quant, it's not covered because it's just too new. Um, Wall Street has it as a buy at four point. Seeking alpha analysts, they're usually really bullish. They have it as a sell, and 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 there's a IPO lesson right here. Um, I'll include this one. You know what? I'm going to include this article because it's probably a good one to read for people that that invested in ARM. I just I, I don't know enough about the, uh, the the architecture of chips to say this is one that you actually want to buy. So I, from a price action standpoint, I'd still wait. You've got some moving averages. You still you just got your 50 day on the four hour here. You don't even have a 200 day. So I, I would stay away from that one. Um, Oracle bought more Oxy this week. If we go over to Finviz and we look, uh, Occidental Petroleum, I think it's going to be on here. Let's see, insider sales and, and buys. Uh, look, yeah, here we go. October 23rd, bought $105 million worth at 62. Uh, then on October 24th, bought $74 million more at 62. And, and then, you know, just October 25th, yesterday, they bought $65 million worth more. So if if you think that Warren Buffett thinks that this is a mistake, look at how much money he's put into this over the past year. I mean, he has bought all the way from 60 down to 57 and 63. Yeah, he, he's put in so much money in this. They they own like 25% of this. So understand, yeah, it's uh they hold a 25.8% stake. The average target price is $70, and he's buying at 62. It's an oil play. This is 100% an oil play. So uh, take a look at that one. One that I wanted to take a look at because it's been beaten down and it is one of my favorites. I don't own this one, but I want to put this one in the core portfolio is Oracle. And and I like this gap to be filled. Remember, the earnings gap down. We haven't gotten there. You got this at 105. You got confirmation and you got the buy-in. It got you out with a 3% loss way over here. Um, your ex-dividend date has been paid. I like this gap to be filled. And 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 you can see it started to get filled. I like this gap to be filled all the way up to 126. This is a solid company. Uber uh, has hired them to take them from on-premise um, to cloud-based storage. I like this company. If you're going to get AI, Oracle will actually benefit from AI. It's not a crazy multiple. If we go and look at Oracle... Um, I, you know, this is a stock that in the sixties, I was saying absolutely should buy. Did I buy? No, my ass doesn't buy. You can see the double top up here. So your top is 127. That's your ceiling. Your, your 52 week high, 127. Your target price, average target price, 129. They are right in line. You're trading at 101. So while you wait for it, you get a 1.43% dividend year to date. It's up 24%. Um, the multiple, the, the forward PE 16, you're just in line. Well, this, this company's growing. The PE right now is 30, but the fo- the expected forward PE is 16. So if they, if they continue to grow at the pace that they're currently growing now, you do have some, some questions with Google's, uh, cloud, uh, and everything like that. This leads us into tonight's earnings because Amazon reports tonight. And cloud is going to be on the horizon. I, I did an article yesterday uh, of three reasons that our uh, Amazon will beat. That's what this one is. I, I, I Listen, you have no confirmation. Uh, am I adding to this position? No. Am I selling this position? No. 
you're under the 200 day. From a long-term perspective, take a look at how close you are to this 200 day on the long term. Uh, it has been it's been used right here in 2022 as resistance. Got over it. Couldn't hold it. Here in 2023, same time frame in September. Got over it. Couldn't hold it. Are we heading into this? If you go back down to 85 on Amazon, load up. I mean, you want to talk about backing up that Brinks truck? Where's that that siren in the back of me? Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know what that is? That's the Brinks truck backing up to load up in on this one. It's a $170 price target. That was just made. Uh, back in on, on uh, you know what what it it was probably around here where it was still had confirmation doesn't have confirmation in this time where the ten year is going up you want to be very careful about what capital you deploy but you also want to be careful not to get rid of you can't be too scared and be uh, frightened out of this stuff just because the the market is going down if you need the money to pay your rent it shouldn't be in stocks. If you need the money to pay your car payment, it shouldn't be in stocks. Not when you can get 5% from a savings account. You shouldn't be YOLOing uh, any money that you need. So understand this is investments. And, and should you be pulling out in your retirement account? Well, the question that I would have is are you disciplined enough to get back in before that next 10% move? Because if this one, uh, remember, Google said, hey, our cloud is going down. Uh, our cloud spend. Uh, Microsoft said our cloud spend is going up. So if Google was going down, uh, Microsoft is going up. The question is, did Amazon, who is the number one cloud provider, did they go down? Uh, did everything go over to Microsoft with the chat GPT, with their open AI investment? I don't think so. I think uh, Amazon, Amazon put out, if you remember, it was I think a month or so ago, they said, hey, if you come over to our cloud, we will ha- we have uh, uh, AI engineers who, as part of your cloud service, we will deploy our own engineers at our cost to help you get AI on your uh, your data servers. So I think Amazon is absolutely doing it right. And here's a good example: uh, Amazon yesterday released a beta of their Ads Ge- uh, Gen AI, uh, essentially. Uh, and, and I won't play the, the the voice on this. This is Andy Jassy. This is who, oh, and I do need to follow him. Uh, this is the CEO of Amazon. And this is a first look at their ads, uh, ads gen AI capability in beta right now. Uh, all sellers, brands need to do is upload a product photo and a description to quickly create unique lifestyles. Let me close, uh, mute this. I don't need that music on there. You don't need the music to say it. Oh, come on. Mute. Will you? There you go. So you upload a photo of the toaster. It generates. It's just a photo of a freaking toaster. It puts the toaster in a kitchen. Uh, You can use that as product images. There's a pressure cooker. Put it in a kitchen. Boom. You don't have to hire photographers to take pictures. You can just upload a freaking photo. Take it with your iPhone. And you can upload it. And look, Thanksgiving freaking dinner. You don't think that that Amazon is going to say, hey, here's what we're going to do. Load a picture up. We will take care of the description. We will take care of the photos. We will take care of all the advertising to optimize your listing. This is what Amazon will do. 
Look at Prime Day. So I, I, I'm a big believer in Amazon. I think they are still leading the charge in this. I just don't think that right now with that stock price on the short term, if you're looking to play this for a uh, uh, for a an earnings bump, it's probably best to just wait to see how the price action works. Right now, you don't have confirmation. You are well down below that. You are down 0.4% uh, right now today. So, But their earnings come out afterwards. So I just want to make sure, listen, this episode has been AI-focused. It has been tech-focused. I'm a tech investor, blah, blah, blah. Just understand that, that I, I'm a long-term believer in this. Google, with it down so much yesterday, uh, it's down another 1% at 125. I will add that when it gets confirmation. I don't mind adding, uh, you know, good companies that don't have confirmation. But right now, the RSI is at 25, and it's still going down. I I, I like the 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 VWAP here at about 122. Am I going to wait for it? Probably not. If it gets even close to 122, I'll probably add to it. But I'm not trimming it. I'm definitely not trimming it. I'm adding to this one. I just don't think that they're uh, the, the 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 cloud business. Is that 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 hurt? I think you know. It, overall, we're seeing a, a weaker consumer. I think we're seeing you know rates higher for longer. Google has enough cash that they don't worry about rates. So you know, Apple has enough cash that they're not worried about rates. Um, Jackson, social request. Jackson from Instagram. Morning, Gary. I've got a trade I would love to take a look at. Company is Planet Fitness. P L N T. Uh, Planet Fitness. Uh, it's a renewed upward trend, and I think it's going to fill the gap at 64. They have earnings coming up and may announce partnership uh, or a launch of GLP-1 program, Lifetime Fitness. Um, recently did this. Apparently, these drugs require a lot of exercise so you don't lose muscle mass when you're losing weight. Anyway, hope you're well. Here's the issue. Uh, and and this GLP-1 stuff, this is Wegovy. These are these weight loss drugs. Uh, my first millions has a great podcast with Scott Galloway and towards the end of the podcast, he talks about, he thinks GLP one, which is the weight loss drugs. That's just the generic thing. These, these drugs have been around for quite a while. Um, they've treated, I think liver or kidney disease, something like that. So they have been around for quite a while. They just found out that they actually inhibit, uh, your desire to eat. So it's a, a, a mood changer. Uh, if you will, um, for people who have uh, diabetes and other uh, weight diseases, I think it's a good thing for society. I don't think it's a good thing for investment purposes. Uh, he, uh, along with myself, thinks that this is uh, the magic pill that is going to actually out- outpace AI in our world. Um, it is a, a drug that basically you know, inhibits you from eating. There are side effects. Um, it long-term side effects. They've studied these things. They're not huge. Um, you do get sick if you overeat, you know, there's, there's, uh, it's a two week, um, I'm sorry, a two year process to try and get the actual dosage. You have to continually increase your dosage. Um, these are, uh, designer drugs right now costing between 500 and a thousand dollars a month. And insurance is only covering a portion of that. Sometimes it's copay depends on your, uh, your, your thing. But these companies will make a lot. Uh, weight loss companies, uh, when we talked about Weight Watchers getting into that, that they just bought a, um, a license to actually uh, do drugs. So I guess Lifetime Fitness may have bought into something like that too. Planet Fitness, 
I li- I, I, I'm not a fan of the gym, and I'm not a fan of the long-term trend on this stock. Um, you can take a look. Uh, here is COVID when the world shut down. And, you know, pre-COVID, the stock was 87. Uh, during COVID, when nobody could go anywhere, that's where the stock was trading, right right where it is now, at about 54. Um, let's look at some of the fundamentals on PLNT uh, here. Uh, I agree that I think that gap probably needs to be filled. The PE right now is 36. The forward PE is 20. I, I mean, is this doing more than Google? Google's at 18 on the forward PE. Uh, you know, are, are they, they're down 30% year to date. Uh, short interest is only 5.39. So you won't have a short squeeze. Uh, average target price is 64. You're trading at, um, 54. The 52 week high is 85. Most recently, October 16th, it looks like Exane BN, BNP Paradise. They upgraded and the stock price is at 45. So they upgraded it, but their stock price is only 45. Um, I, I think you could probably do better with the actual weight loss drugs. Now, it is true. Listen to that My First Millions podcast. I listened to it. I, I thought it was super interesting. Um, it you know Right now, I think you might be in a good trade. I don't think, Jackson, this is a long-term, oh, my God, I'm going to hold this one. Uh, I, I think you, know, you do have confirmation. If you bought at 46, kudos. Uh, I do think that that gap up here to 60, I see the gap at 60, um, and it was on a day. I don't know why, but look up news on September 15th to see if you can find the news. But the MACD is super high and the RSI is at 59. Do I think it continues up? It's, it looks like it might start. If, if you get to 56, I'd probably sell. I mean, you know, on this one, I would trade it on tight range. Long term, it just doesn't have the, the mojo that I think it needs. Uh, Alex from Spotify. Uh, says, hey, give me CVS. He's he call me the 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 dividend hunter. Let's look at CVS. I mean, here's the thing: CVS is losing money on their receipts alone. Have you have you looked at the receipts that come out of CVS? If you want it printed, um, this is a failing business model. Um, there is nothing more annoying, by the way, to me than going to like a CVS pharmacy or a Walgreens pharmacy or anything. Um, <laughs> you know, you walk up there. And, and, and the, 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 you know, $5 an hour tech kind of, you know, looks at you and goes, uh, you say, what's your birthday? And you say, yeah, August 10th, 1970. And boom. Yeah. Oh, you're here for the gonorrhea. Yeah. They scream it out. (laughs) Oh, chlamydia, chlamydia medication aisle one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a big believer in CVS. Uh, Walgreens has been even more of a nightmare. Uh, I think these guys took off uh, during COVID. Um, I think you needed to go in there. I think this is part of the COVID hangover. Uh, You can see the death cross right here on the weekly. Um, September 18th, you are capitulating. The Bollinger Bands are kind of cinching up. Um, Your earnings are coming up. It looks like soon. Let me run the four hour. Um, The earnings are coming up on October 31st, Halloween probably not a good omen you don't have any confirmation um if we go over to finviz and we look at cvs uh let's take a look and i'll look at uh seeking alpha for planet fitness too um your forward p is only seven 3.48 percent dividend it's a good dividend if you want to find dividends i mean use the 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 screener 
on FitViz. They have a dividend screener. I think I have a dividend screener on here. Um, but you got a multiple bottom here at 66. It's trading at 68. That's probably a decent support. Um, you know, the PE is 29. So they're forward. Either they're going to have to bring down their uh, their forward earnings or they're going to grow like unbelievably. I just can't see it growing unbelievably. The average target price is 90. Most recent upgrade is September. Two upgrades um, around the $80 price point. Um, I just, you know, from a long-term standpoint, I just don't see the, 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 the attraction of this. A 3% dividend when you can get 5% in a in a bond fund and you don't lose your capital in a bond, I, I, I'd probably look at that one. And this is the problem is if you're going up to 7% on bonds, why are you looking at a 3% uh, a dividend? Um, you know, you can always sell those bonds for, you know, either the price that you paid or even downward. You know, if you go from 7%, say you buy a 7% bond right now. And all of a sudden, the, the Fed decides, you know what, we're going to bring bond rates down. And you've got a 7% bond for the next 20, 30 years. What, what does that bond price do? Bond price goes up because people will be wanting to buy that 7% bond. Um, the reason bond, bond rates are going up right now is because the U.S. government probably can't pay their debts without issuing more debt. And at some point, we just become too leveraged on debt. That's why the, the deficit's so dangerous. But for me, I, I'm not a huge dividend. If you want dividends, and Alex, I, I, I don't think you're 90 years old in your picture. The reason to hunt dividends is not necessarily, oh my God, I'm going to grow. The reason to hunt dividends is actual income. So say you're an 80-year-old, or, or let, let's, let's move it back a little towards you know Gary's kind of age. Say you're 65. 65, you leave your job, but you've got a retirement uh, portfolio of a million bucks and you want to, you know, you have to live off that million dollars. Well, what do you want to do? It, you, you don't necessarily, at 65, you don't want to go after huge growth that you don't want to turn that million dollars into $4 million in the next two years. You want to take that million dollars and you want to protect your asset value but you also want to create income uh, in order to live off of. So in a, a reti- in, say you're in an IRA, not a Roth, you're in an IRA. Any money that you get paid in a dividend goes right back into that IRA. So it doesn't get taxed on it. But when you take the money out, you actually get taxed on it. But if you're creating 4 and 5% um, on the million bucks, so 4 and 5% on you know, 5% on a million bucks, it's $50,000. So you have $50,000 that you can live on. And if you just bought a bond, it's $50,000 that you can live on without pulling out your capital. Uh, if you bought a million dollars in CVS uh, and you have a 3.48% dividend, you're getting $34,000. Okay. But you may have bought at 90 and then all of a sudden you're at 60. So that 3.4%, it's not getting you $34,000 anymore because your actual 3.4% yield is not on 98 anymore. It's on 67. So understand, as that, that comes down, you have to protect your capital. And right now, CVS isn't protecting your capital. And, and that's why uh, I'm not a fan of REITs. REITs, for me, have always come down in the asset value, and they come down faster than what they pay out. 
So again, if you're looking at income and and you're in your 80s and and your portfolio isn't going to go to zero, but you want money to live off of, you can do a 15% REIT and be perfectly happy because you have income. But you have to understand that just because somebody pays a 3.48% dividend yield, if that actual asset goes down that far, you're not doing yourself any favors. And I think CVS is one like that. Let's go over and let's look at CVS in the uh, in in the quant ratings in uh, Seeking Alpha. Um, CVS in the rating summary, street Seeking Alpha analyst buy at 4.06, Wall Street buy 4.38, quant hold 3.3. I trust the quant. I think those buys, the buys are just based on the, the forward valuation that they're going to bring in more money. I just think that, listen, I don't like going into CVS. I don't like going into Walgreens. Remember, you know, rule number one for me for stocks. Well, rule number one is don't trust a douche on the internet. Rule number two is don't listen to Jim Cramer on the, uh, uh, Jim Cramer on anything. Always do the inverse. And rule number three is buy what you know and buy what you like. I don't like CVS. I always get a creepy feeling in CVSs. Um, let's look at, um, uh, Planet Fitness, PLNT. Let's look at what they say on this one. Uh, PLNT, uh, rating summary, seeking analyst, hold three. Wall Street buy at 4.21. Quant hold at 2.84. Jackson, that's, you know, if you want access to any of these articles, let me know, um, you know, or sign up for Seeking Alpha. I, but th- that's why I like, okay, let's talk about some scans. Microsoft. <laughs> I mean, is it any shock that Microsoft got a cross-up and, and a buy in the algorithm? Uh, let's see if it's actually got confirmation. You do have confirmation. Um, you know, you bought here at 316. You got more confirmation after earnings. You created a gap between 332 and 335. I think you come back down to 332. I think this market's just too weak. Right now, you're at 336. So that, that gap, I think, down to 332 gets filled. Doesn't mean if you're looking to for a long-term buy, don't buy it because this gap up here at 349 almost got filled all the way up to 350. Uh, I just think that you know, you're know you in a special time and, and you, you need to be careful. Target, we pulled Target out of the core portfolio. I still own it. Why? I have no idea. 11039. Does that mean I'm, I'm, I'm loading up? No, the RSI is at 53 in no man's land. The MACD is right on the oscillator. I don't trust this. Absolutely don't trust this stock. I'm not adding to it. I'm looking to trim on pops. I'm looking to completely get out on pops. Uh, I think my average purchase price is like 111 but that's from like four years ago. Uh, XLU. We talked about XLU being an opportunity. Um, you know, a few weeks ago when, when it was down here and I said, Hey, at this 57 mark, it makes sense. Well, where'd you go to? You, you're at 59. So it got you out with a 0.61% gain. You're at 59. Now you're trading at 60. This one's just too beaten down. Um, the, the problem with utilities and the Southern company came up, Duke company. If you have TrendSpider, uh, go in and, and, and you can scan Duke energy and you can scan all that stuff. This is the, 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 the range that I said on the weekly. And you got 35% to get back to the high of that range. So I like that one. I like this, you know, XLU to try and gain some. Just understand, you know, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Walter, who sits in his chair with his blanket. The dude who likes, you know, uh, Walter and Alex. Alex is the 20-something who's sitting there talking to Walter and Walter saying, buy dividend stocks. 
That's what utilities are. Utilities are dividend stocks. And they, they've been help, they typically hold their value very well, but they pay you three to five percent dividends. And the reason they pay you three to five percent dividends is because they can charge bozos like us who are homeowners uh, more money and then they donate to their uh, political client and the political guys say, yeah, you can raise your prices. It's controlled uh, income, you know, because it's a commodity. So XLU is one. Uh, one that came up and, and it might be done dropping is Rivian. Uh, I know I said Rivian is a $30 stock and you should absolutely get it. I said at 19, it's a good buy. Well, it's at $16.40 now. You don't have confirmation. There's no confirmation. Even at 19.20, I said, I think it's a good buy because I think it's a $30 stock. I think this one's just coming. They're losing $30,000 per car. This is absolutely a trade. It has broken down below this support. So old support, that this is old resistance, which is right here. It resisted a few times back before. Old resistance turns into new support. I said this support at 1712. It's at 1646. Old support turns into new resistance. So understand your cap on the top is probably less right now. You have to wait for the turnaround. You have to wait until we have something in SPY, something in the markets that says we're going up. We need a catalyst. So there you have it. Uh, if you want anything uh, from the, the Daily Stock, I, I, I email TrendSpider. I will have a $250 off on TrendSpider probably later this week. Uh, but if you need anything from the 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 the, the podcast Linktree L I N K T R dot E E slash Daily Stock Pick, you got all the socials up here. You got Trend Spider. If you want Seeking Alpha, I love Seeking Alpha. Fifty bucks off. It's one hundred and eighty nine dollars a year. I absolutely think it's worth it. Uh, Weeble. If you don't have a a broker that you like, transfer your shit over to Weeble. Weeble is great. They give you free stocks. If you transfer, they even give you money. Uh, for that, I have a thousand dollars in Weeble at the beginning of the year. Um, that thousand dollars turned into like twenty five hundred dollars. Um, since then, because Apple is my largest holding in this, it's at twenty three fifty one. Click on this link and you'll get free stocks. The daily sub stock, uh, daily stock pick newsletter. Um, that is a free newsletter. Every day I send out the newsletter with all the notes and charts that I've go over in the podcast. Sign up here, dailystockpick.substack.com. Uh, next one, if you are paying more than $25 a month for your phone service, Visible is your phone service that you should get. They have two plans, $25 and $35. $25 plan is what I'm on. I, I use it hotspot. I mean, I, it's unlimited. I love it. The only difference is premium data gets you faster speeds, a little more uh, allocation of, of, of uh, you know, if you're streaming um, Netflix, uh, you know, in the park, uh, what, 50 times a month? Yeah, get the get the thirty five dollars. If you're just using it as a mobile phone, you you do podcasts, you use uh, GPS and stuff. The twenty five dollar, I tell you what, try the twenty five dollar. If you don't like it, try the thirty five dollar. The first month, if you use this link, it gets you twenty dollars off your first month. So you can try even the thirty the for thirty five dollar one. Your first month's fifteen bucks, but on the twenty five dollar, your first month is five bucks. If you want a uh, a Tesla, use this link. This link gets you $500 off, three months of full self-driving. This is for AT&T Fiber at your home. Uh, this is what I use. I have gig service at my house. I think it's like 60 bucks or something. Plus, I get HBO. I'm locked in on a, a really, really good service. 
um, because I locked in early. I, I got their, their service really early. But if you want it, uh, I have the one gig service. Uh, I like this one. Uh, Savvy Trader. If you want to follow me on Savvy Trader, I've got two portfolios. I've got the uh, trading portfolio, which I typically put some trades in there. Uh, and then I've got the core portfolio. And, and both are down. I mean, there's a lot that I follow. My membership's ETF profit producing portfolio, growth stocks covered uh, and covered call portfolio. You can see these guys are down significantly more. F- <laughs> this dude at 930%. Understand this is paper trading. So these guys might not be trading exactly what they say. Uh, the ones that I follow, Stock Market Nerds, Jordans, um, and, and uh, Trader Nate, uh, two portfolios. But those guys I know are actually putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, I am putting my money where my mouth is. The core portfolio, I think it has 35 positions. I think I'm in 32 or 33 of them. Um, the trading portfolio, obviously, I have all of those positions because I do trade those. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up. And if you don't have socials, my email's right here. Uh, I got a couple of emails yesterday. So, okay. I'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Every see you, morning bye. I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer no room. and fears.